Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Alright, how you doing, Eric? Shitty. Okay, why's that? Dude, summer movie season, right? Uh-huh. In the month of May, I saw five summer movies. That's a lot of movies. On, on track. You know, I usually average about 12, 13 a summer. Mm-hmm. Then I went the entire month of June without seeing a movie. Mm. I'm sad. I fucking missed Ninja Turtles 2. I missed Andy Samberg's Pop Star Never Stop Popping. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Independence Day 2 yet. And we just fucking had actual Independence Day. Ah. I, I could I could have gone to see Independence Day 2 on the 20th anniversary of when I saw Independence Day 1. Hmm. I'm so fucking bummed right now. But it's just like... You know, we moved to New York, and I don't live close to the movie theater. I used to live, I used to have one right next to my job, uh-huh. and then my my um, I switched jobs, so this one's like super busy right now. And mm-hmm. oh, and I, and I got kids. That's fucking blows too. So, well, well, Eric, you know, you know what they say, kids suck. <laughs> yeah, God, I wish we had that soundbite from Goonies right now. <laughs> uh, Mama Fratelli, uh, you you are totally correct. I cheers to you, Mama Fratelli. But it's like, so I'm just, it's just killing me. It's like, there's these movies. Now, all those movies I just named, they're probably not that good. No. But it doesn't matter. It's summer <laughs> movie season. This is the time to see shitty movies. Mm. And uh, my schedule is fucking crazy right now. So it's killing me. So, I mean, we still got a couple big ones in July coming, like Ghostbusters and Star Trek 3. Right. So, I mean, obviously, I had to go see those. But I've already got this shit I don't know what I'm going to do, man. And... I know I'm going to go see Secret Life of Pets because, again, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it's like, shit. I'm behind right now. Okay. I'm, I'm on a dry spell, which a lot of the nerds listening to this podcast could probably relate with. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Sex joke. Damn. Well, you know, what, you know what, Eric? Maybe, maybe uh, not going to see all these, like, sequels and reboots and rehashes. Uh, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's like a, like a palate cleanser. You know, where uh, you uh, regrow your, your appetite for seeing, like, good movies. Yeah, but the next two movies I'm going to see is a reboot and a sequel. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, what are we going to do so. in between? Well, you know what, Eric? Um, uh, I saw a movie last night. I don't, I don't yeah. go see movies, but I saw uh, Inside Out. Oh, shit, that sucked, dude. It was, it was uh, a lot of downers. Yeah, don't you remember my review from last year? I remember. It sucked. The only good thing was the credits, because that was the only funny part. I remember um, you saying that it was not a kid's movie. I totally agree. Yeah. It's totally an adult movie, disguised as a kid's movie. But uh, I, I liked it. It was great. I mean, I knowing that the imaginary friend was going to die, going in, definitely uh-huh. helped me. It spared me of some of the pain and heartbreak. Ah, uh, that movie sucked, dude. Was, yeah, the only good, the good. only good thing was the credits because in the credits they showed all the emotions in different things like, like in a dog and stuff. That was cool. I loved uh, the instant that they cut to inside the mom's head to show like all the mom's emotions. I had lost it. I laughed. Yeah. I laughed so hard. I that could. I laughed so hard. I woke our kid up. <laughs> that, that was good. And then like the dad's emotions. They were just watching hockey. Yep. And like, oh shit! Did the mom say something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh. but. On the whole, that fucking movie sucked ass. Well, it's not an action movie. I'll give it that. But I oh. liked it. It was genuinely like, I was like, why did I doubt going to see Pixar? They always do good. Yeah. You know. 
So I actually did see a movie. I fucking oh. forgot about this dude. Holy shit. Oh, man. This is the best movie ever. Oh, I've been saved from my sadness. How, wait, I've really? Been, I've been pulled from the swamps of sadness. I'm like fucking Artax, except you got to me just in time. Mm. So um, check this shit out, dude. Okay. So, so I've been running out. So, you know, I like to jog a lot. I jog about 20 miles a week. Yeah. But it's like horse fly and deer fly season. Mm-hmm. And they just fuck it. They'll shoot through your hats. Dude, I, uh, one of them bit, bit me through my sock the other day. Yeah. Oh. Fucking, they're like fucking vampires, dude. So yeah. I was like, shit. So I was like, all right. So I hit a treadmill, and I'm looking around on the, something on the TV to watch while I'm treading. <laughs> and, and I see this movie. It says Stealth Fighter. I'm like, Stealth Fighter? I was like, wait, not stealth, right? With like fucking Jamie Lee Foxx and. Uh, Jamie Lee Foxx. I love that name. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis and Jamie Foxx had a baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> well, because I was, I was trying to think ahead to like who was the chick that was in that. She was from like Seventh Heaven and she was in Blade Three. Jessica Biel. Oh yeah, there you go. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm not fucking. And they they fight like a robot drone. So I was like, fuck, I'm not watching Stealth. But I was like, wait, it's Stealth Fighter. Hmm. So I hit info and it says 1999. I was like, oh that's good because Stealth was 2005, 1999. And I was like, all right, let's see like the first fucking three actors in this number one ice t yes yes number two ernie hudson oh my goodness yes. fucking winston zanamore from ghostbusters and number <laughs> three <laughs> number three erica Aleniak. who's that the chick from baywatch and under siege oh dang she made more <laughs> this had to have been her last one i was like oh shit where's this movie been all my life mm. so i'm fucking watching this movie dude i was like Oh, this shit is the best. Fucking Ice T is like the U.S.'s best pilot. Oh, <laughs> no. Fucking Ice T. It's their best pilot. The best pilot is Ice T. <laughs> yeah. It's like Independence Buddy. Day. Like everyone else is dead. Yeah. Throwing Ice T. Fucking Ice T is the best pilot. But he fakes his own death <laughs> and joins the terrorists, dude. What? Because it's all about making that sweet green. He wants money, money, money. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so Ice T is the villain? Oh yeah, he's the villain, dude. So Whoa. he's and he's working with his other dude, and the other dude is like the this fucking like D-list bad guy. I swear I've seen him in like four or five different movies. Oh sure. So uh, I was like, oh shit, and they're like on this fucking like island nation, and there's like this really token hot chick also. And then so the government, they're like, we got to get the president on the line. It's fucking Winston Zedemore. <laughs> yeah. Zedemore, he's like, shit, I graduated from the Ghostbusters to the White House. They're like, yo. Winston Zenimore, we need you. All right. It's like, check this out. I got the perfect idea. We're going to send in this this military unit. And they're led by this guy who in 1999 we think might become the next action star, but totally does not ever do another movie again. <laughs> and his last name in this movie is Mitchell. Nice. So, fucking Mitchell. Send Mitchell. All right. So Mitchell and these dudes show up, right? Mm -hmm. But they get there, and then, like, the bad guy in Ice-T, Ice-T is like, I fucking know this guy. It's Mitchell. Oh, yeah. I used to be in his unit. This is like a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger commando thing with Bennett. Yeah. So, uh, so he's like, I got this Mitchell guy. And so, fucking Mitchell. I can't even believe his name's Mitchell. That's the least hard name you could get for, like, a fucking action guy, right? Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, uh, um, oh, and then a fucking dude in the Pentagon tips off Ice-T that Mitchell's coming. Mitchell's and, coming over for dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's the fucking guy. He was, like, the, the, the third top guy mm. in The Rock. You know, like, in yeah. The Rock when... 
when they all go bad. Like, he's the third top bad guy with blonde hair. Okay. So you fucking know this dude's bad. So he fucking tips him off that Mitchell's coming. Mitchell's so, <laughs> so, so Mitchell and these are like 10 in his, his crack Ooh. unit. They go there and they start fucking blowing shit up. And this they spent all their money on blowing shit up. But Ice-T knows they're coming, so there's no one there. And then Mitchell's unit all – no, no, fucking Mitchell. Mitchell's like, all right, I'm going to go around back. You guys all walk on that really, really foggy pier oh, where you shit. can't see in front of your face. <laughs> Just go out on that fucking dock right over there where like the smoke machines are like fucking going nuts. So <laughs> they all go down on the smoke machine dock and like, oh, shit, we can't see. And all of a sudden everyone's like, ambush, bitches. Ah! And they're just shooting them. Now, of course, if you're in an ambush and you can't see, you should probably just fucking jump in the water. Yeah. But they're like, let's just stand here and fire. Ah, ah, and they all get shot except two guys that get shot in the leg and they fall into the water. They're so fucking stupid they didn't jump in, but they got shot in. So those two guys, they go fucking hide and then Mitchell finds them. And he's like, dude, what's going on? They're like, Mitchell, everyone else is dead. Ah. And he's like, don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get revenge, dudes. All right, Mitchell out. So then they fucking cut back to the inside of the bad guy's lair. And to show that time has passed by, Ice-T has changed from, like, these, uh, like, gray jumpsuit into the fucking gayest shirt I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not using gay in, like, a derogatory word. I'm talking, like, this is the fucking brightest, rainbowiest, gayest shirt I've ever seen. And I was like, what the fuck? Why are you wearing this shirt? I thought you were just supposed to be like the super bad guy. Bad guys always wear like black. Where was your gray jumpsuit from earlier? And he's like fucking wearing this like you should just be like on vacation on a beach or something. It's like, what the fuck, sure? I can't take I love you that. I, I couldn't take him seriously anyways. But fuck, I can't really take him seriously in this shirt. And uh, they're like, we went over the bodies. They're all dead. And he's like, was Mitchell there? And they're like, no. And he's like, then it ain't over. Damn. Mitchell's and coming like, for you, dude. And they're like... They're like, Ice-T, we can't send you out to Mitchell yet because we got to save it to the end of the movie. So we're going to fucking send Debo from Friday. <laughs> fucking Tiny Lister. Tiny baby. Lister. Wait, 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 wait. How many black presidents are in this movie? I know, right? There's the a, we got a, element. Yeah, man. <laughs> so they're like, we'll fucking send Debo. <laughs> Get on your bicycle. <laughs> So Debo's like, I fucking got this, dude. So he goes, and then, like, Mitchell's like, uh, Mitchell sees that they fucking stole uh, a stealth fighter from the military. And he's mm. like, oh, shit. And he contacts, he contacts Winston Zeddemore, and they're like, dude, don't even, don't even worry about the stealth fighter. Um, they fucking got nukes. So you got to go shut down their computer satellite, or they're going to blow up our submarine. Don't, this doesn't even make sense, but just go with it. Yeah. It's like, okay. So he goes back, and then fucking Tiny shows up back at, with the, in the compound, but now Ice-T's back in his gray jumpsuit to show the passage of time. Uh-huh. And they're like, they're like, yo, fucking Debo, did you find Mitchell? He's like, no. It's like, God damn it. So Ice-T's, <laughs> like, Ice-T's like, I got this shit. So Ice-T gets in the stealth fighter that Mitchell could have disabled, and he takes off, and all of a sudden, like the submarine guys, they get a fucking call from the bad guy in the Pentagon, and they're like, and he's like, yo, you should totally surface right now if nothing bad will happen. They're like, yeah, rock on, yo, Joe. And they surface, and Ice-T's like, stealth, 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 and bombs the shit out of him. Damn. Yeah, so then Mitchell shows up, right? And he runs into, into Tiny. Mm-hmm. And Tiny's like, oh, yeah, and he knocks the gun out of Mitchell's hand, and he just starts fucking beating him, right? And we're like, oh, shit, this is going to be bad. But then Tiny picks him up in a bear hug up in the air, and then Mitchell headbutts him like three times, and then pulls out 
Tiny's own gun and shoots him, and he dies, and it cuts in close on Mitchell, and you're like, oh, shit, he's going to say something so sweet, right? And they cut in on him, and he looks at he's like, he goes, everybody wants to be like Mike. What? <laughs> what? Everybody what? wants to be like Mike. What? He fucking, he fucking quotes a Michael Jordan Nike commercial from 10 years ago back then, which is now like 30 years ago now. Why did he say that? Because he killed a black guy? I don't, I don't, even, I don't get it. Yeah, he fucking killed Tiny. He was like, everybody wants to be like Mike. And we're like, what? what the shit does that even mean? I don't get it. Like, like, did Tiny look like Mike? Like, like, are we in, like, uh, like when, what, what, what the hell was the other, um, what, what the hell was the Cyborg movie where they said that too? I don't, I don't fucking get it, dude. Like, are they just going to fucking randomly just quote commercials? You know, like, they're great. Or California Raisins. I heard it through the grapevine, bitch. <laughs> you know, it's just like. So that would fucking be Tiny's, so Tiny's dead, right? Wait, so wait, now, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna pause you. Mario Van Peebles as a cyborg. What movie was that? I don't know. It's like three of them. Yeah, but he was only in the first one. And when he was like a cyborg in the beginning, he said that too. He's like, they're like, they're like, uh, which, uh, which, which black guy do you want to be modeled after? And he's like, like Mike. I think every time that's ever been uttered in a in a movie, it's so weird that it's just been like 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 in my brain. I was just dying laughing. But now, yeah. the main bad guy, and he's got like a hot chick. Whoa, sorry, I, I fucking skipped the titty part. But anyways, so <laughs> the hot bag, you know, the, the hot chick is sitting next to her man, right? Yeah. And the man is like, he's on, he's on cameras and live television talking to Winston Zeddemore. And he's like, I got your nukes. I'm going to blow up all everything unless you give me tons of money and all this other bullshit. And Ice-T shows up. He's like, yo, I'm going to fucking shoot you now. <laughs> So he pulls out his gun and fucking kills the guy on TV. So Winston Zeddemore is like, boom, movie's over. And then Ice-T goes up in front of the camera. No, bitch, it ain't over. And they're like, ah, shit, Ice-T. Crap. I thought this guy was dead. You're supposed to be dead. He's like, nah, faked it. Oh, that was a good Ice-T impression, right? It's pretty good. I mean, your your Ice-T is is not bad, I got to say. Nah, faked it. So anyways, uh, that one wasn't as good. But anyways, he's like, oh, you know, he's like, I want $10 billion. That's billion with a B. <laughs> it's like you're fucking spelling it out. All right, cool. Billion with a B. Are we getting this? Are we getting this? Yeah. And then the bad guy in the Pentagon or whatever, the White House or whatever, he's right there. And he's like, yo, I don't need you anymore. How do you think I got those access codes? And the guy's like, oh, shit. Oh, no. What am I going to say? So he pulls out like a gun, and this really, 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 really fat guy like dives in front of Winston Zeddemore, which is the most unrealistic part of the whole. Yeah, yeah. Bye. So the guy's like, by the by the bad guy from The Rock, mm. and he's like, oh shit, I didn't even mean to do that. Uh, I mean like fucking Ice T said he was gonna go to my preschool and like teach my daughter how to rap. You, it wasn't my fault. Ah, and he blows himself away. Damn. So Winston Zeddemore is like. Shit, I forgot. What are we? What are we supposed to do? They're like, well, I think there's Mitchell, and he's like, "Fuck Mitchell, we're just gonna nuke the whole fucking island." Yeah, it's busted. Makes me feel good. <laughs> and and they're like, they're like, "Should we at least call Mitchell?" He's like, "Yeah, whatever. Fucking call him. Tell him he's got 25 minutes before this movie's over. To save the day." Yeah. So Mitchell's <laughs> like, "Shit, man, I only need like 19 of those minutes." So he finds Ice T, because Ice T is gonna go back in the stealth bomber. And like bomb more shit. I don't even know why, but he's got Ice T dead to rights. He's got the gun on him, and Ice T's like, "Well, shit, you got me." And he throws his gun down, and then Mitchell's like, "Nah, dude, what? <laughs> we're gonna 
We're gonna settle this old school. Let, let, let's not forget the fact you've got a stealth fighter, you've got nuclear weapons, you've got access codes, and you're gonna fucking blow up like half the United States. But it's time to bare knuckle brawl, bitch. Fucking a, this fucking testosterone just oozing out of Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, and, and Ice T's like, oh yeah, cutting a papa. And so they're just fucking beating each other, right? And then fucking Ice T pulls out like a a wrench from like some toolkit and just brains <laughs> Mitchell. Oh. Mitchell's fucking, he's out, right? Oh like, man, he can't win. And then Ice T's like, yo, I could kill you, but that's too nice. I want you to stick around for the rest of this movie. <laughs> it's like, what? Are you not killing me? First, Mitchell should have killed Ice-T. Then Ice-T should have killed Mitchell. Are you fucking serious right now? Yeah. So Ice-T gets back into his stealth fighter and takes off. And then Mitchell's like, oh, shit. If only there was like an F-16 just hanging. Oh, shit. There's an F-16 just hanging around right <laughs> So he gets an F-16. And he's like, pew, pew. And he, he like takes off. And he's like, and and so back, Winston Zeddemore's like, oh, shit. What are we doing? Like, uh. Well, I mean, can he even find the stealth fighter? I don't even know. But can he catch him? Oh, yeah, F-16s are way faster. Awesome, cool. So they fucking get in the air, and then, like, we're fucking top gunning it. Like, yeah, baby. Like, there's some awesome action there. I mean, it's actually really, really shitty. But <laughs> And they just saved a couple lines, and Mitchell blows him up. It's a banger. Oh, I forgot in the whole fact that Ice-T fucking shot the hot chick in the bikini. She was oh. wearing a bikini. She pulled out a gun. He's like, iced her in the bikini. And then Ice-T was like, ah, shit, that's a fucking waste. So he was mad because he fucking wasted the titties. Damn, he man. He was so mad. She almost killed him, and he killed, so he had to shoot her. And then he was fucking, like, he wasted that ass, and he was so sad about it. Aw. Sad about that part. Damn. So, oh. This shit, it was, oh, man, dude. Like, I fucking ran. I was watching the movie. I was so into it. I was just like, holy shit, how many miles did I just run? And then I just stopped the treadmill, <laughs> and then I was, like, stretching. And I was just sitting there. I was just, like, I was sitting on the floor stretching, and I just sat there until this movie was over. It was so fucking good. Stealth Fighter 1999. We'll have to post. I think the whole video, or the whole movie's on YouTube, but we'll have to post, like, the um, the DVD trailer in itself is hysterical. Cool. So we'll have to put that on our Facebook page just so you can see the trailer and really see what this is. But I'm telling you, dude. Well, it sounds like it sounds like a USA original movie. That's what it sounds I for, like. Fucking forgot. Like here, I am all bummed that I haven't seen any movies in the movie theater in June, and yet I fucking saw Stealth Fighter. It was just kind of like, uh, it, was, it was beautiful. Wow, Stealth, Stealth Fighter, Stealth Fighter, baby. Cool. Um, remember the other week? Oh man, those fireworks are really loud. Uh. You remember the other week I was telling you how much I was playing a video game and it sucked? Yes, and so for homework I told you to get Transformers Earth Wars. Yeah, I looked it up. It's one of those like strategy games like Game of War where you like build a city. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm not into those kind of games. But did you see the video of like actual Transformers walking around like kicking blocks over and shit? I mean, that's cool, but then you get to like the actual gameplay screen and it's like you're looking at a map and you're like, "Okay, I can build a building here." And that's mm. like the game. Um, Isn't that like your Minecraft kind of shit? Don't you love that stuff? I mean, yeah, but Minecraft is Minecraft, you know. Fine, like, whatever. I'll not... just convince one of the kids in my rec program to get it, so I can just watch him play. You should. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, uh, if there's cutscenes, somebody should just string them together on YouTube. Anyway, I like to play games that are fun. So I stopped playing Final Fantasy Se- Final Fantasy uh, mm. uh, Type Zero HD. Because it sucked ass, I could mm-hmm. I I couldn't bring myself to play 
another chapter after chapter one. I kind of ranted about it on my Facebook page, and my gamer friends are like, yeah, it gets better, don't worry, stick with it. Yeah, it's kind of part of that whole Final Fantasy XIII, Fabula, Crystal Novalis BS that is just garbage. Uh, so I said, screw it, screw it. I got a stack of PS4 games I haven't whipped out yet. It's time. So I put mm-hmm. in a game that that is like a never fails, uh, Saints Row 4. Mm. Saints Row series, it's like GTA, except they're like, all right, we're going to give you the ability to have way more fun mm-hmm. than in GTA. They're like, they're like they, you know, things don't obey the uh, the laws of physics. You know, the, we're going to distort reality. We're going to, like, you know, occasionally have you, like, battling creatures. I love Saints Row 3, where, like, escalation in... If you started killing off gang members, like a rival gang, then, like, harder gang members would show up, and then even crazier gang members, and eventually, like, a boss gang member character would show up. And we're talking, like, uh, like, a gi- like a gigantic Mexican luchador dude would show mm-hmm. up in like the mexican territory or like this crazy fast um like angel ice skater turbo future chick would show up in like another faction anyway it's awesome there's tons cool. of swearing and like sex and violence yes. <laughs> yeah there's there's one level that like you get kidnapped and you wake up uh you wake up in the nude with like some sensor bars and you play the entire level naked it's just, yeah, it's hilarious. It's off the wall, and they get like a lot of celebrity cameos, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So Saints Row Four, I knew it was going to be great. I picked it, picked it straight up, uh, and I've been dying to play it. So uh, there's so many movie parodies throughout these games. They decided for whatever reason that Saints Row Four, they were going to do the Matrix parody, and that's huh. like it's like the whole game. You start out the the beginning of the game. You're the president of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Keith David is your uh, vice president. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, Keith, and, and I, I mean Keith David. Keith David played how awesome he is. Keith David playing himself, which is hilarious. Oh, nice. They're like vice president Keith David. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's so fucking cool. It's great, and and like just when you think this is going to be like, all right, I got to manage the country and whoop ass. No, suddenly aliens. Aliens come down and wreck everybody's shit and kidnap you, and you wake up in like a Matrix-style simulation, and uh, and you go from there. And so, uh, unlike uh, in previous Saints Rows, uh, you're kind of taking over territory in order to increase, I don't know, your street cred or some nonsense, so that um, as the battles get hairier and hairier, you, you can summon like your gang uh, if you like control a certain area to help you during a fight. Mm-hmm. And this one, because it's all a simulation, you're trying to break the aliens' uh, grasp over everyone that's stuck in the simulation. So you're you're like taking out these like control points that are like these nodes where all these alien dudes are hanging out. Um, to like you can like st- like all all the missions are like like uh, Matrix style kind of parodies. You you can do like a virus injection where you like inject like a, a code into the game, and then you fight off all these Agent Smith type dudes who come and rush you to try and like stop it. As and, long as you stay in the game and don't go out and then fight the bad guys and your girlfriend gets stuck through a bunch of rebar. Well, check this out. Check this out. So <laughs> I was playing it feeling like, all right, this is pretty fun. This is pretty great. Saints Row. They get, You unlock a bunch of superpowers. Like I'm, jump, I'm jumping over buildings, flying around, uh, shooting freeze blasts. It's, it's like GTA with superpowers. It's great. Suddenly, you do a mission where you get snapped out of the virtual simulation and back into the real world. And it's like the 
absolutely the matrix you wake up in like a pile of goo and you have to mm-hmm. like fight off alien guards to get to a point where your your people pick you up in a spaceship and suddenly it turns into a mass effect parody where mm. it's great you're flying around in the spaceship with a bunch of dudes you can sleep with your teammates keith david is there talking about the good old times he was <laughs> he was also in mass effect you know uh, there's like there's just like a button it's like talk to talk to crew member sleep with crew member <laughs> and you could do it with uh, with keith david too and every time i selected it, he's like uh no that'd just be weird sorry he was like i only bang fellow gargoyles <laughs> that's right and or latina cops yeah, yeah, he totally had a thing for Lisa Maza. But, no, it's, but it's great. It's a like a game that, that prides itself on being as fun as possible. That's where nice. I'm at, and I'm going to be playing this one for a long time. That's yeah. cool. Because it just gets harder and harder as you get more powerful and more powerful. And, uh, and get this, they make collection quests fun. So in the game, instead of just like getting more powers as you level up your character, uh, there's these little, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like... Uh, floating bits of light around the game, little collectibles on like rooftops and stuff. But each time you get a little collectible, it's like a point that you can spend on upgrading your superpowers. So at some point, I'm just like, well, that's awesome. And I'm just running around from rooftop to rooftop, getting like all these different collectibles and then upgrading my freeze blasts. So I'm like freezing everybody in place and then like just going over and shattering them instantly. It's so much fun. Wow, I mean, you had me at Keith David. I know, I know. <laughs> it's 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 just hilarious, and uh, the it's actually on sale. I th- I think it's like t- because today is uh, July Fourth in America. Uh, the g- mm-hmm. the year's halfway over, and, play- and the PlayStation's having like a huge sale. And one of the games that they're doing like at least half off, maybe more, is uh, Saints Row Four. Wow. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Saints Row Three was so good. Saints Row Four, it's just hilarious, and I'm sad this is probably going to be the last one in the series. They've the studios already kind of said that uh, at the end of this game, it's like, well, you had pre- like the president and aliens. Where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. So they've already announced that they're doing like not another Saints Row, but like uh, another game called Agents of Chaos or, or Agents of Mayhem or something like that, where it's like kind of the same gameplay but not really in the same kind of vein as saints row mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna enjoy it while i can yeah all right yeah i hope he uh, yeah I'm, I'm wondering if we should do like a a podcast all about keith david we should dude but first i gotta play more you you can one of the collectibles in this game is you get little audio transcripts of keith david talking about himself nice yeah like he the first one is like he talks about how he's like keith david has conquered acting <laughs> and he's like i wanted more so i ran to i ran as vice president so it's like you know like keith david playing like a like like an exaggerated version of himself it's so good mm-hmm. but it's co-op kinda... it's co-op too so when i see you we're gonna play this game nice he kind of almost played an exaggerated part of himself on the final season of community yeah like Community was a great show, but then the last season they lost some of their actors, mm-hmm. and then they brought him as like kind of a professor, and he was awesome. Cool. He was so funny. Awesome. I will check that out. Yeah, yeah. Not not so many people recommend the last season of Community. I'm just saying. Oh, I liked it. They they went full crazy. Oh, you know what? That show's always been crazy. Mm-hmm. But once they were off network television, they were like, we can go full crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and not all of it is good because of that, but some of it was just hysterical. Cool. So, <clears throat> um, geez, what else we got? Oh, uh, 
Um, I mean, I'm excited for Attack on Titan, the next season of the anime, even though it's like a year from now. I mean, that was just so different and crazy, and I loved the first season, so I'm excited. I I, I hope that if the well, I, I'm I, I guess I'm not psyched because the the apparently the manga hasn't gotten anywhere near the getting finding the secrets in the basement. Oh really? Yeah, they're like uh, the basement. It's been seven years, and we still haven't gotten to the basement. So the the anime when it comes out, there's gonna be a lot of filler, and that's 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 just what gets me about anime. Sometimes it's like, okay, we we have to animate this thing right now because animation takes mm-hmm. so long, takes years. But the comic that this is based on hasn't revealed anything, so we're just gonna have to make some shit up. Well, I mean, they could just take the scout team. And just fucking go on a mission. Like, what if they were like, let's go find where the Titans are originally from or something. Like, let's just Mm. fucking send a scout team out farther than they've ever gone before. And I would just be like, yes. Give me ten episodes in a row of that. Yeah. So. I think they'd be cool, but it's kind of like like the later seasons of Lost where the writers are like, okay, we can't solve any mysteries. Mm. You know what I mean? So just make up new ones. Yeah, it's true. But Mm -hmm. and, And answer those, please. I mean, they had one side episode where it was like they were like fucking studying uh, Titan. Mm-hmm. That chick was that chick was about to die, and she's like taking notes and shit. It was mm. crazy. So I don't know. I, I'm okay with it. Whatever Attack of the Titan, Attack on Titan, or whatever, I'm fucking doing it. All right, let's let's do it, man. I still um, when when I get a chance to catch up, I will take somebody's list of which episodes to watch and which ones to skip. Oh, yeah. I mean, go back and listen to our podcast. I think I told you which ones to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Batman vs. Superman came out with a new edition with 45 more minutes of shit. Oh, my God. Like, I went on Screen Rant. ScreenRant.com was just like, so they add this. And so now this makes a little bit more sense. Uh-huh. And then they added this. So now this makes a little bit more sense. And, he, and I was like, all right. But did they add Batman whooping more ass? No. Mm. All right. Well, then I don't fucking need to watch this. Like, yeah. like the director's cut edition just should have been a twenty-minute movie of just Batman scenes whooping ass that don't involve Superman. Mm. That would have been awesome. I can't believe that they shot forty-five extra minutes because, like, you know, it takes a long time to shoot stuff like that. And like, if you shot forty-five extra minutes of stuff, I mean, that's like months worth of, of well anything. I think it was 30 minutes extra in the director's cut. Uh-huh. Still. I think it was extra 30 minutes. But, I mean, oh, and, and a lot of it was just like, yo, there's more scenes in the beginning of that confusing Middle East shit that makes more. And it's like, no, that's just fucking stupid. That whole thing could have been cut out. We didn't need any of it. Mm. Like, I, I really think the director's cut should be a, a shorter movie and not a longer movie. Yeah. Instead of adding more stuff and making it more diluted you should just you should fucking trim the shit out of it to really just give us what we need that should be the real cut there you go so it should just be the fucking batman scenes like at the end when batman is like i'm gonna go save your martha because my martha's dead um when he breaks into to that uh that building and just fucking wastes all those guys that was awesome mm. just fucking show that and then like the scene in the beginning when he's taking out dudes and then uh, when he's undercover as Bruce Wayne in Lex's house and he's double dealing with Wonder Woman. And that's it. <laughs> that's all we need. Yeah. Just our, How about a director's cut where you cut out all three dream sequences? Hmm. How's that? 
I like that now, idea. They went back now and they're like, well, actually, like, there's only really like two dream sequences. And like the third dream sequence is like a vision of the possible future. We don't even know how Batman had that vision of the possible future. Stupid. But that, was, that wasn't like a dream. That was like something else. Uh huh. You know, we put like we took the psychic motivator that Doctor Mindbender had in his brain to make him invent <laughs> Serpentor, and we put that in Ben Affleck's brain. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. yeah. Stupid. No, the Hobbit yeah. needed that too. But the more the more I thought about, you know, getting the Hobbit films and cutting them into what I thought would be like a decent film, like just one mm-hmm. film, the more I was just like, it's unsalvageable. You you cannot cut that into a good movie because the the parts that it would salvage were still shit the only you could take all three hobbit movies put them together and the only part we needed was the barrel ride <laughs> the fucking barrel ride man uh-huh. <laughs> that would have been awesome all i could see was when i saw that barrel ride i was like i wish i could turn turn this into like an amusement park ride right where everyone gets their own fucking barrel and they're like this isn't even on a track we're just going to put you down this river in a barrel, <laughs> and some of them are going to smash. Do you all have your life preservers on? All right. Ride the barrels down our uh, raging river. Yo, Go. You could do that in New Zealand because I'm sure the laws are way lax about, like, personal safety. When I was in New Zealand, there was, like, you go to, like, a national park where there's, like, caves, and there's no fence, like, stopping you from accidentally falling into stuff. Yeah, what if it was amusement ride slash competition where they're like they release twelve barrels and whatever barrel gets down to the end of the race first wins like a season's pass. Ooh, yeah. Let's let's but we need to get it on like tape and they send you home with a tape. So like combine like grizzly run with wipeout. Yeah, and if you wanna like if you can get your barrel to the shore and hop out and just fucking run with the barrel for a little bit that counts too like whatever you need to do like if you need to fucking steal a bow and arrow from the orcs and shoot somebody just <laughs> you know jump off the bridge to, i mean like they just be like whoever gets down first wins a season's pass i love it and and i want to have people standing on either side of the river laughing at everything that happens and there should be like like wipeout there should be like a rock that looks like it's safe but it just like hits you right in the face yeah, and there doesn't even it doesn't even need to be your barrel. You just have to be the first one in a barrel across the finish line. Mm. So you can jump into someone else's barrel and evict them. <laughs> Love it. Or you could team up with somebody. Yes. That would rule too, dude. Link your barrels to your like tie lash the barrels together, form a raft. That's yes. what our family would do. We would lash our barrel we would form a raft, we'd get some sticks, fight off some orcs. I mean, that's what the dwarf should have done. I mean, it was like divide and conquer. With like the orcs kind of like picking them off one by one, but they should have just put the barrels upside down, like Spirit and Storm Shadow in the cave, and have some air trapped in the arrow, or excuse me, trapped in the barrel. They can get their barrels shot full of holes. Doesn't matter, you know, they're safe from getting shot. That's that is true. We will try <laughs> things your way, Spirit. That's right. No, you know what I would have done? Like right as the race is about to start, I would just stand up in my barrel and just piss in everyone else's barrels. <laughs> Like ah, like ah, shit! People jumping on their barrels. Yep. We win. Gandalf's like, I'll allow it. Mm. Boom, baby! I will piss in your barrel. That's what I will do to win a season's pass. Damn! I'll write that on your tombstone. They're like yeah. you win a season's pass. <laughs> Enjoy oh, it. Enjoy it in the next life. Yeah, barrel ride. No one pisses I mean, like, in a barrel and lives. What other movies would have benefited from a director's cut that took away? 
screen time. You know, like like when oh. X Men: Days of Future's Past came out, they're like, check it out. We're gonna have a director's cut. We're gonna call it Rogue Cut, where we show you the extra fucking stupid scenes we added with Rogue in it. I was like, who cares? Rogue sucked in all those X Men movies. Yeah. You didn't give her anything fun to do. You didn't give her the cool powers. You didn't make her awesome like comic book Rogue. Yeah. So who shit? I mean, I, I didn't watch fucking Rogue Cut. I didn't either. But it was, but it was more just like I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That makes that makes way more sense. Like, oh, you know, like oh shit, Kitty Pryde's dying. Who do we have that can like imitate somebody's powers and save the day? Fucking mm-hmm. Rogue. But uh, no, who cares really? Uh, let me think about that. I mean, I actually, um, I looked up online. There's an Inside Out uh, cut with uh, all the stuff that happens in in Riley's brain cut out. Mm-hmm. So it's a 15-minute movie of just, like, a, a 10-year-old girl going through, like, her her shitty life moving to San Francisco. Oh, well, How It Should Have Ended had a great note. Oh, yes. Like, early on when they're walking through and, and they're and they walk, they walk into the janitor droids and they're just like, every once in a while we fucking take this terrible commercial jingle and we send it straight to the core to fucking annoy the shit out of anger. And mm-hmm. they send it straight up there and they're like... Oh, if that goes straight there, then why don't we send those core memories straight back up through the same way that these fucking drones did? Now nah, let's just walk around for another hour and fucking kill an imaginary friend. I, I it totally ruined the movie for me because as soon as I I'd seen that before, and as soon as it happened in the movie, I was like, oh, that's really that's really the worst plot hole of all time. I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna say anything anything to anyone because it really ruins it. It really is, and they, they, they fucking cut the balls off the movie just so they can make it a gag. Yep. Like, come on, guys. How how they get past you? I mean, it made the characters seem really dumb because it was like, all right. I mean, she literally just said, "Let's we need to get the core memories up to HQ, and they're like, oh, here you go. Boop. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and they're like, they're like all right. and then at the end, she was like, well, no, now we've found a better way. We've decided that we're going to let – the girl that they're working in her brain, that we're gonna let her be sad like all the time. And yeah, that is the key. The key well, is being sad a lot. Well, I mean, I really like that message actually. Like, I thought that was great because the whole time, well, a lot of people call say that Joy is like the villain of the movie because she really like causes all the problems. She refuses to be to let any any of the emotions. She like is totally like a control hog. When it comes to the console, mm-hmm. she's like, no, we just got to be happy all the time. And then there's, like, consequences for being happy all the time and, like, refusing yeah. to be sad. I mean, I get it. You learn from being sad. If you weren't sad and down, then you couldn't overcome it. So, I mean, I get it. But yeah, it's just there just wasn't an – they should have had one extra emotion. Yeah, well, I I thought it was kind of interesting that, like, yeah, there wasn't, like, any combinations of the two. Like, disgust was a major emotion. Yeah, let's let's think about this. You've got joy on one side, then you've got anger, fear, disgust, and sadness. Does anything seem a little weird to you that it's fucking four on one negative emotions? Hmm. Like what? Like what? What All the right. fuck is it four on one? What, uh, what 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 other emotions should should we stick in there? Couldn't you have had like creative, or couldn't you had like excited? I mean, Those guys would have been on Joy's side. That's kind of like Joy. Yeah, but how come Joy is just one? And you've got all and like fucking disgust, anger, fear, and sadness all together. I mean, come on. You couldn't have had some other ones? I just thought that. I just thought that. All right. Fear, anger, joy, sadness. Those are like prime. 
Right. But it must have been, I don't know, take your weird emotion to work day and, like, disgust got it in there somehow. Right, but joy is the only other one on the other side. Like, what about, I mean, like, what about love? Why was there no love? Mm. Why wasn't there one that was like, hey, <laughs> you know, she just needs to be more loving towards people. That's true. You know, that love and, like, maybe disgust are, like, kind of opposites. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah, throw that. I don't know. Like, you know, a lot of it's like, okay, this is a kid's movie. But then most of it, most of it was like, all right, this is not a kid's movie. Yeah, like fucking kids and, you know, and disgust. Come on. I mean, that I thought was like the perfect thing for like kids, like disgust, like, you, I hate this. You boys, you carrot, or you broccoli. Yeah, you but know? yeah, they should have had love of them too. It's true. Well, maybe, instead of instead of fear, they should have had curiosity. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because instead of being afraid to take that risk, you should have been so curious that you fucking do it anyways. Yeah. So where there? There we go. Love and curiosity. Boom, baby. Even the odds a little bit. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Maybe in the uh, the sequel they'll uh, throw them in. Yeah. But this is probably not going to be a sequel. Actually, they finally announced that they're done with sequels after Incredibles two. They said that before. Every uh, ten to twenty years, they're like, okay, no more sequels. But then uh, we get planes. I think we can all agree that as long as they cut off this whole sequel itis before Ratatouille two. Ugh. Which they would have said Ratatouille, T-W-O, Ratatouille. Uh, So glad they didn't do that. Yeah, well, now they got to do it. Director's cut of Ratatouille. (laughs) Ah, that's a fucking rat. Poison, dead. I want to see the the director's cut without the rats. How's that? So the guy guy is just nuts. Yeah, he's Yep, and and when when he literally pulls out the rat in the end, and the rat has not spoken to that point... Uh-huh. He's actually crazy. That would have made a much better movie. Did you? I saw this thing on Facebook where it showed all the Toy Story toys, and they're all huddled in the corner. And then you fucking see Chucky with a knife, and he goes, <laughs> "Now where's Andy?" <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was awesome. Yeah, like what if the Toy Story thing bit had happened to like the uh, the evil kid across the street? That's right. What a, diff- what a different movie that would have been. I mean, they kind of like terrorize him and give him like give him some like. <laughs> They mess him up, man. They make him crazy, and like he turns out to be like you know, a sanitation worker. They screw up his life. Mm. Yeah. After that, he's just looking over his shoulder all the time. I'm sure, like every yeah. time he goes to collect the garbage, if he sees a toy, he'll like have some have those flashbacks. Directors cut a Prometheus. They land on the planet. Hey, should we go out and explore? No. The end. Yeah. Send out the uh, robot. Yeah. Send out the robot and then leave him. Yeah. Because he's a fucking psycho. I was I was just thinking like like a Mars rover like where's your Mars rover guys? I'm so pissed that I mean like obviously you know how much Prometheus sucked from how that I was talked hilarious about it. <laughs> just listening. <laughs> but and then I was like I wasn't really mad that they're gonna make a Prometheus too because I was like I don't I won't fucking be tricked to go seeing it. But when they announced that because they're making Prometheus two they canceled the other guys other guys sequel to Aliens two. Yeah. Then I was fucking livid. The guy, yeah. Neil Blumpkamp or whatever, the guy who Bl- made... Uh, Blumpkamp, yes. You know, however the fuck you say his name. He made, like, District 9 or whatever. District 9 and... Um, and Elysium. The movie with, yeah, Elysium. Elysium was good. So when they... So then I was like, you motherfucking... I cannot believe just when I thought I was over that shitty movie. Mm. Then it got even shittier by canceling out an Aliens movie where they fucking bring back Hicks. 
Yeah. It should be the greatest fucking thing ever, which is would have corrected all those other shitty sequels. They better bring back Hicks. And then they're like, no, nah, we're going to make a Prometheus 2. It's like, you got to kill I fucking hate you guys. I'm, I'm waiting for the day that the Avatar 2 trailer launches. Oh, I'm, it's never going to. Never? No, it's never going to. James Cameron mm-hmm. is just never going to be happy. Like, it should have already come out. Yes. And, and he keeps talking. He's like, oh, I, I, you know, I'm going to make like three more in a row. I think he's up to like, I'm going to make like six more now in a row or something. Like, yes. He is... What he's doing right now, the actors, I'm sure, aren't even anywhere near him. He's actually not trying to make movies. He's just trying to make the Avatar world real. Sure. So he can step into it and never come out. Well, like man, he's, so, <laughs> he's so in love with this concept. He's just like, shit, start making me a blue body. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I'm going, like, he's going to fucking put on one of those motion capture suits and enter the fucking Avatar universe. And that's it. And we're all going to like, oh, I think he died or something. And he's just going to be a fucking Navi in motion gap. And it's just going to be a sign next to like uh, an electrical outlet says, don't unplug. <laughs> you know, like a fucking old Tron video arcade game. Well, we'll check it out, dude. People are, are like getting their flights ready to do the Ghostbusters VR experience uh, at Madame Tussauds in New York City right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like... It looks incredible. They strap something to your back that like vibrates like like a like a vibrating backpack, and when you when you go into VR, it's your proton pack, and apparently it's this you know like this one of kind gamified VR Ghostbusters simulation. See, I I'm not a big fan of going. I mean, I used to go to the gym a lot and stuff, and now I just like said I run at home and stuff. Mm-hmm. I will start going to the gym again when it becomes virtual reality x-men danger room yeah when you can go in the fucking danger room and fight different simulations virtual reality style you know and obviously you'd be a hot sweaty mess after a danger room session yeah count me back into the gym cool that's what i want dude it's not not too far off dude i mean like version one of all this vr stuff is coming right is 2016 right now man i can't wait as long as it all doesn't flop you know that's that's what we're all like fingers crossed about. Like if it doesn't flop, if like the PS5 comes with like VR included, because it's such mm-hmm. a mega hit. You know if it doesn't just like die like a fad like motion controls, mm-hmm. uh, then we're set. Then Avatar will be like a VR movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last thunder up thing. I gotta go. Okay. Our other brother Jared bought tickets to Comic New York City Comic Con. Yeah, dude. The Williamses were grouping up. That's awesome. He's going. He got tickets to Saturday. Oh, uh, just Saturday. Yes, just Saturday. That's all right. So, okay. But I mean, we'll probably, you know, I'm sure I'll get there the night before, and we'll have to go party in the city or something. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, there's so much. So. I mean, it's it's super weak, so there's a ton of stuff to do. God, the fireworks just keep getting louder and louder. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So I'm pumped because, like I've always said, like. You're like super on one side, and he's super on the other side, and I've got one foot on either side. Mm-hmm. So uh, it should be interesting. Yeah, you're like you're like the Pocahontas of the nerd world. He's already, It's funny because he's already like you know he's he's emailing both of us like we should. He's like you know what we should do? We should dress up and go to New York Comic Con. And I'm like, yes, maybe I should show you some of the videos of what cosplay <laughs> looks like in New York Comic Con. You cannot bring him to Comic Con. No, you can't. Well, you know what? You know what? That it's totally okay. It's totally okay. You can wear 
like uh, a cardboard robot costume, and and it's yes. totally fine. That's totally could, cosplay. But, like, but if you're gonna dress up at Comic Con, you should like work on it for like six months. Or like, that shit is so amazing. Or just be hot and wear something that's kind of ironic. Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's, so. that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you know, you could go casual too. Cas- casual cosplay is a total thing where it looks yeah. kind of like you're wearing like you know like whatever you could pass for av- average everyday clothes, but you've kind of designed it in a way to pay tribute to your favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. So those of us without the skill, you know, without uh, sewing machine knowledge can you know kind of cosplay on our own terms mm-hmm. but i know i love seeing the best cosplays in the world like last year uh the hulkbuster armor the, was like one just like roaming around this like 12 foot tall suit you know yeah. and ev- everybody just like stops what they're doing and just looks and it just draws all the air out of them wherever he goes it was great yeah so who knows? Who knows what we'll see this year? But I'm excited. I'm excited that both of you guys will be in New York with me. And we'll definitely go hit up Madame Tussauds because they'll be passing out coupons like crazy. Maybe. Maybe. You don't want to do Ghostbusters VR? Well, yeah, yeah. If that's still there, then that sounds kind of cool. But. Dude, they're def- I mean, they probably paid a ton of money to have this built. So you know they're yeah. going to be keeping it at least till October. I was just thinking more like bars, bars, bars. Oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we gotta we gotta find the closest pub to uh, to the Javits Center. Yeah. So no, it'll be exciting, and hopefully we can like the next day. Maybe we get all three of us can do a podcast together, so we can go over experiences or something. So yeah, it could be fun. Cool. Well, look forward to it, dear listeners. I'm sure at that point we'll be hitting episode uh, 300. We're on this is episode 292 right now, so we got eight more to go. I just uh, fucking want to meet fucking Mitchell from Stealthfire. <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> I just want to fucking meet Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell, I don't even know what his name is, dude. Like you, nope. like they say his name, and I was like, I've never even heard of that guy. Nope. Like, and I know a lot of <laughs> shitty actors, but wow. Mitchell. Mitchell. Th- Everyone wants to be like Mike. I th- I thought that there was a uh, like an MST three K. Uh, just the movie's just called Mitchell, like the one of the more their more famous ones. Oh man, I don't even know. That'd be funny if it was. Yeah, like maybe that's a reference, or maybe it is a reference now. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We are the Jumpman Podcast. You can listen to us every single week over at jumpmanpodcast.com. We're also on iTunes. You can subscribe. Most nights, uh, we don't have fireworks exploding outside of my window. Um, mm-hmm. uh, most nights. Uh, we're also on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com, and uh, over at our HQ, Jumpman Podcast. Oh, and Facebook.com slash Jumpman Podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who's liked our page. You guys rule. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Jumpman Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall. Fatality.